Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, Spiritual Trailblazer, and welcome back to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia. Yes, the hostess with the most is. Now, I felt a little cheesy from, for saying that because I used to hear that back in the day when I was a kid. <laughs> and I got kindly reminded today that the 80s were 30 years ago. I still think it was 20 years ago, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to episode 148, Confessions of Tia. I should have just added the hashtag, hashtag over it. <laughs> all right, so before we start with all the nitty-gritty of today's topic, let's dive into, you know it, gratitude. So I, I really thought about this gratitude portion I wanted to talk about today, and I really just want to talk about not letting people take you out, out of your gratitude zone. And also to remind yourself that you don't have to fight every battle because every battle is not yours. So when we are trying to protect our gratitude zone, for example, if we said that we are grateful that we can travel or do something that a small group of people who we may be around, whether it's at work, a doctor's office, a waiting room, whatever the case may be, even family. And they might say something like, oh, well, you're lucky you can do that because you don't have kids or you don't have responsibilities. Or they try to put something on you, almost downgrading you in order to explain why you can do something. And you may be able to travel all around the world because you don't have any children and Maybe you don't have a house, but you have an apartment, so it's not as much expenses that will be um, taxing to you, but who cares, <laughs> right? So them putting, trying to put that negativity in your space could cause you to not be as grateful. It can make you switch your perspective and think, oh, yeah, once I have kids, I won't be able to do all of this. And then you might be a little bit resentful to have a child. Yes, your life will change because now you are a parent, but it doesn't mean that your life will have to stop and some crazy god-awful bad things will happen to you. I have several friends who say, yeah, I got my kid a passport. I get them a little toy to get them some earplugs, and they're on the plane, and they are traveling with us, <laughs> okay? So everybody's story is different. And that's what I'm saying here is you don't have to go full force into explaining yourself. You get this comment saying, then that's all well and good, true, but 
and then you can fill in the blank. But I'm living my best life, and when I do have kids or when I do have more responsibilities, I'll just tweak a few things and still be able to have the lifestyle that I want, okay? And I also want us to stop saying things that we're grateful for but is really just part of our story and doesn't have to continue on. For example, if it's something like a bad experience that we had growing up and you might say, oh, yeah, I'm grateful that I got in that um, bike accident because it really made me think about uh, life and all those other things. And that may be all well and good that a bad thing became a positive, but don't continue to say that. Just say, I was able to learn from that experience and it made me a better person because remember, our words are so powerful, so powerful. So if you say that you're grateful for something that was really a bad thing, the universe is going to say, oh, okay, cool. Grant you more. Remember, the universe does not think or say, oh, that's a negative thing. You sure you want to do that? It's more like a, okay, that's what you said. So, boom, the wheels start turning to make it happen. So, don't let, don't let anyone take you out of your gratitude zone. Or as my papa would say, don't let anyone bogar you. <laughs> All right. Don't let anyone take you out of your gratitude zone. Don't fight every battle because every battle is not yours. And be careful what you say you're, you are grateful for. And I will be grateful if you were to rate this show and give it a review on iTunes so other amazing spiritual trailblazers like yourself can find me and connect with me. And I've been looking at the stats. I love it. There are people all around the world who listen to this show, and it just it really overwhelms me sometimes with great emotions. And I even have little tears in my eyes now because being able to connect with people, and some of you who I will – Never see, but in spirit, we are connecting. That's just so beautiful to me. I mean, people in Spain and Canada, throughout the U.S., I mean, it's just amazing. And, of course, a shout-out to my dear friend, Elena, who is in Russia. She was the first person to tune into my podcast, oh, gosh, I think about six years ago now. I used to have to chat up, and it would be the crack of dawn in Russia, and she would be on. So, I mean, all over the world, I just thank you so much for tuning in and spreading the word about this show and about me. Thank you. So if you want your voice to be known, maybe you have a question, a comment, or you want me to elaborate more or something, you can do that one of two ways. You can go old school, contact me via email, podcast at tmariejohnson.com, or when this episode goes live, I will post an image on an image on a Instagram. It will say new episode alert, and you can just post it there. My Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. That's the handle. You can write below in the comment section, hey, Tia, you said this. Can you elaborate more? Or, hey, Tia, I really love this point. Can you actually make that a whole podcast episode? And sometimes I do grant those wishes. So let me know because I want to deliver stuff that you want to hear. Next, the freebie page. I have a whole freebie library for you guys from master classes to challenges to just PDF downloads, something simple. All you have to do is go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash freebies. Actually, today is the last of three master classes for this month. So this uh, 
masterclass is Spiritual Warrior. No worries if you cannot make it because the replays will be available. Just make sure you get on the list. And what I mean by that is my email list. Join the tribe. So all you have to do, again, is go to tmariejohnson.com forward slash freebies, and I will put the link to that in the description for this episode. And last, before we dive into the topic of today, latest on the blog is why I'm obsessed with matcha, and you should be too. Spiritual trailblazers. Matcha changed my life. That's all I had to say. Check it out. Go to blog.tmariejohnson.com. I'll put the direct link in the description uh, for this episode, but definitely check that out. I break it down, why it's good for you, how it benefited me, who should be drinking matcha, all that stuff, okay? This, I wanted to make sure that I explained it well, okay? I'm not one of those people who just drink a green drink for the heck of it. I really wanted to understand it, and so I did, and now I'm passing along the information. So this is the last episode of April. Seriously, where is this year going? <laughs> I mean, Wow. Mind blowing. I just feel I still feel like I celebrated New Year's just a few weeks ago. But luckily at the gym it's starting to die down a little bit. I think because of all the snowstorms we had, some of the holiday specials got extended. <laughs> and now I'm starting to be able to breathe a little bit more at the gym and, and use the machines quicker. So that's that's fun. But yeah, over it. I came up with this topic because I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. And by a lot, I mean a lot for um, Instagram, Facebook, and, and, and for blogging. So to help me in those three areas. Oh, and Pinterest. Because I just, I need more information. I need to connect with people. I need to grow my business from the back end, meaning which Pinterest board groups to join and, and you know, all that jazz. How to set up the Pinterest page, yada, yada, yada. Lots of back-end stuff. But what I also found is that there is a large group of people who are cuffed, almost like a breaking point where they are frustrated with social media, they're doing the right things, but they're seeing, seeing a slow increase, and they're just over so many things. And I know that I feel like that at times, too. I'm just over some things about social media. And we just need to take a deep breath. So this Confessions of Tea, like all of them, are really just me candidly, candidly speaking on situations and topics that are near and dear to my heart. But really it's the experiences that I'm having I want to share with you because I know that a lot of you are going through the same thing. And I also like to provide solutions in the process. So it's not so much me ranting as it is me stating facts, stating what I realize, and say, hey, let's try to get through this together by doing A, B, C, and D. So that's what I noticed. Certain things about social media, algorithms. <laughs> it's like a magical word, but it's also a negative, dirty word because it frustrates a lot of people, including myself. So there are people who have so many followers that algorithms just, it doesn't matter to them, okay? It's like, eh, well, I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter as much because their people are still seeing it, even if it's a small percent. That's still a big percent to them. 
that's like saying, oh, Google gained 1% in sales this quarter. And someone might say, oh, that's 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 1%. But, yeah, but when you look at it as a whole, Google as big as they are, that's a lot of moolah, okay? So when it comes to social media and the algorithms and trying to make a certain count so you can get some features, I, I want to get to the 10,000 count on Instagram because I love the swipe up feature. I think it's totally cool and it's totally convenient. Now, I want engaged, real followers. So what does that mean? It means I'm going to have to put in a lot of hard work. And also, yes, it is part of a mindset, but strategic work to get to that point. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I'm over it. I, I just, you know, screw the swipe up. <laughs> All right, but I know it's just easier for the people who follow me to swipe up, and then they can just go directly to the website. All right, I know people like convenience. So, yeah, the social media, what can we do about that? Well, one is we just got to realize it is what it is. We are living in social media's world. Social media is not living in our world when it comes to algorithms and trying to play the game of social media. Now, we don't want this to take up most of our lives. That's the flip side of social media being part of our world. You know, we still need to get out there and talk to people and, you know, have that that face-to-face contact, but just get it out your system. You can even email you know, Facebook or Instagram and and say, you know, hey, how can I X, Y, and Z? Or really you can just Google it to look it up and and do a lot of collaboration with people. Next is drawn out emails about something. There are several people who um, I'm part of the email list, and they are doing their due diligence with their content, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, my gosh, just tell me what you're selling. I'm already on your email list. I don't need you to resell me. I don't need you to tell me some long-winded story. Just tell me what is it because I get so excited. It could be, in this case, it's just me. But I know that I just scroll right down to the bottom. Okay, what is it? I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> Next, relationships that we have to support because these knuckleheads are kidding themselves. How many of you know a friend or two who are involved in a relationship and you're just like, what are you doing? But you got to be the good friend, so you're just supporting them. But the whole time, just like, why do I have to even witness this? Like, this is, why? This is a friend upon my time. When I visit you or you visit me or something happened, over it. It's one of those things where it's it could be taxing on your energy. And again, like, well, okay, how do we go about handling that? Well, there's nothing better than the truth. And I know that sometimes it's not easy to speak your truth, but if you are able to be honest with these people, some people you can't talk to them no matter what. So you're just like, I'm going to live my truth, even though they may not know about it because they're too combative. So you're just going to keep your space in that case. But the best thing you can do is, when you don't agree with something, don't agree with it. So if someone wants to say, oh, they are a cute, happy couple, it's like, actually, I don't really think so. That's okay. You don't have to like every single thing someone does. And that's what I noticed, especially in the the spiritual community, because there are a lot of empaths. We want to be able to like 
you know, what, what people do, and, when, and we want to have people like what we do because we can feel on such a deeper level, and it feels gross and nasty when something doesn't feel right. But it's okay to be over it. It's okay to just say, hey, look, I'm just over this. I'm tired. <laughs> Nothing beats speaking the truth. And if that friend can't handle the fact that you don't want to be involved in their affairs, then that's their issue. They just got to respect your space. Okay. I have done this in the past where I just spoke my truth and it worked. Okay. Sometimes, as someone told me, you got to be prepared to lose a friend if you speak your truth. Because there's just really no other way of living. It's, again, hard sometimes, but would you rather assist someone in the way they live in their life, even though you, you have to respect their free will, but would you rather compromise who you are just for the sake of that person? especially if they're not caring about your feelings, if they can say, okay, it's all right, you don't have to like him, you don't like like her, but we can still do some things. We can, you know, figure out how this can work. If they can't even respect your feelings in the least bit, especially when it's legit, then they're really not your friend. Another one, just let the process work, right? (laughs) Especially if we are working on bettering ourselves, we are are an entrepreneur, and we have done so much, and someone says, oh, just just trust the process, you probably want to choke that person. (laughs) That's not what you want to hear. Sometimes the trust the process, you don't have to see the whole path, you just got to take the first step. You know, all these motivational things are good, but they have a time and a place. And if you are going through something where some back-end link isn't working and you've been staring at the computer for hours trying to figure out what the heck is going on, if you've been working on keeping your house tidy and then the basement gets flooded and you are just fed up with it, you know, things like that, or maybe you lost a basketball game, the last thing you want to hear is, trust the process, we can't win it all, you know, (laughs) this is why I focus on being that spiritual woman who knows that it's not all, you know, rainbows and rose-colored sky and an affirmation or a mantra or a saying is not going to solve the problem. And I am over people saying that when it's just not appropriate. Appropriate, And people have to start being more conscious of what they they are saying and, and when they are saying it. Okay. Sometimes people mean well. They really do. But it's just like, eh, I'd rather you not. Thank you. <laughs> so what can we do in this case? You can just say, hey, look, I've done a lot of work, okay? So maybe now it's just time for me to go on vacation, to take a break, to, you know, close my eyes and and take a nap, something like that. But I I do trust the process. I know it will work. Right now, I'm just feeling frustrated. I'm just in my feelings, and I want to honor these feelings. I'm going to feel these feelings, and I'm going to get over it in about 10 minutes. But for right now, I'm going to feel this, (laughs) Right, I'm not going. I'm not going to deny my feelings just just so I can trust the process. <laughs> Next, people and their blanket statement assumptions. 
I caught myself today on Facebook because one of my friends posted something, and I totally agree with her. And then one of her friends chimed in, and she made a blanket statement. And I thought, let me explain to this woman the issue. And then I thought, again, just as quickly as I was about to type, wait a minute. It is late. I'm tired. Do I really want to respond to this woman from an emotional standpoint? Is she really worth my time to break down the real issue? She wasn't, and I didn't respond. And I'm glad, I'm glad because there are people out there who don't care. They just don't care. They see one person do something wrong, and then all of a sudden the whole demographic is wrong. You know, you might see a girl smack a boy, and all oh, yeah, all teenage girls are just fresh. Like, no, they're not. And sometimes it's just hard to have have a conversation with people. There are some people which baffles my mind who are not interested in broadening their perspective. Never understood blanket statement comments. It just don't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And I caught myself. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. When people make just dumb, I'm just going to say it dumb. I'm not. I'm not even going to come up with some big word. To, it's just dumb. Blanket statements that are just offensive and rude. When people do that, the best thing we can do is. Say our two cents to keep it short because it, it will fester in us. And I said my little two cents beforehand, but I wasn't going to dive in deeper because this person is not looking for a conversation. They're not looking to get enlightened on, on a topic. They just want to remain in their ignorance. And we cannot change that. And we cannot help that. That person has to be willing to do that. And sometimes it comes in a result of a major incident for them to really wake up, okay? Next, and this is probably one of my biggest I'm over it things. When people associate a majority of spirituality with new age, it's new age. I, I'm, I'm really, for the last eight years, for as long as I've been an entrepreneur, trying to figure out what is new age about spirituality. I really am. Because a lot of the – okay, let me backtrack. The people who tend to say that follow religions who came after paganism, whose religions did a smear campaign on the old religions, and what they couldn't get rid of, they just adopted, which is why I laugh to myself each and every year when – People post, oh, yeah, I'm, I don't celebrate Halloween because it has a pagan influence, a pagan origin, and, and but then they celebrate Christmas. Just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is probably the biggest hashtag over it. I am way over people like that. And I used to send links, tell them, hey, you know, each day of the week is named after um, – uh, a god, the Norse god uh, or goddess, Fridays after Freya, Thursday is Thor, Wednesday is Odin, you know, and it's, it just goes on and on and on. And I'm thinking to myself, who are these people? 
<laughs> you are literally celebrating a Norse goddess on Friday. Everyone looks forward to Friday, right? Or excuse me, a majority of people look forward to Friday, right? Honeymoon, again, old, old ways, okay? When a man and, and a woman would get married back in, back in the day, for a month, from one full moon to the next full moon, they were giving a pass for their social responsibilities. So they can celebrate their time as a newly husband and wife, and they were given um, honey in a jar. So it was a honey moon. From one full moon to the next full moon, one month long, they were able to just enjoy each other's company, and the town people would give them honey. That's how you got honeymoon. So you are celebrating something from the old ways, okay? That's not any of the, the modern religions, okay? They came up with that concept, all right? A lot of terminology got watered down over the years or changed completely the name, okay? But it's really the same thing. So that's probably the biggest thing. So what can we do to get over something like that? I just start posting stuff on my Facebook wall, professors who study ancient texts, and then they they have uh, videos of them explaining how a commonly used word has old origin, you know, back to old religion, and, and how it got watered down over the years. That's what I do. I'm my own advocate. I read a lot. Okay, I post the origins of holidays, well-known federal holidays, I post, again, um, origins of the days of the week, things like that. So I post it on my wall. I know other people will see that. I don't go on anyone else's wall and post it on there first. I do answer some people, and some people go, oh, okay, wow. And then, again, we had that conversation, or they become educated, and that's okay. I'm not expecting them to start being Wiccan or anything like that, but I just want people to know that what you're so adamantly against, you you are celebrating literally his counterpart or his sister holiday or whatever. You, you celebrate that. Anyway, you just don't know it. So stop it with that whole, I don't celebrate Halloween because it's pagan. Stop. Please stop. Um, next, trying to tell other people how to live. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, older people, younger people, mostly women, and one common theme I tend to get involves people who have been coached to live a certain way as opposed to being coached to explore who they are. What I mean is that some people come from religious families where the devil made them do it. You know, they they don't have any self-control. They get tempted. It's not their fault. Where the woman takes care of the man. So really old school thinking. And it's just so unfortunate because instead of being nurtured to figure out what life is to them or 
really let them embrace who they are, their creativity. They're just groomed to be this person who's going to be really unhappy later on in life. And then I have some women who talk to me here in their 50s who are just saying, I'm finally going to live for myself. And then I have women who come to me in their 20s and they're slowly starting to debunk a lot of things they were told. And I'm all cool with debunking some things. I had to do that myself. But it's different than being told you're supposed to live this way, than than having your femininity suppressed, than having your your ability to expand your mind suppressed because people want you to follow this one thing. And I'm over that. I, I am so tired of people trying to tell other people how to live. It's different if someone's going down the wrong path and they're telling them, like, hey, if you keep doing this, you're going to end up in jail. If you keep doing this, you're going to lose your job. That's not the case. These are good-hearted, good-natured people who are almost afraid to live their life because they got scared into living a certain way. Or they are actually living their lives, and you got people, the peanut gallery, telling them, that they need to slow down or they, they need to learn how to do this. It's just, who are you? Don't do that. They're not bothering anyone. Let them live their life and you focus on your life. So what do we do when people try to put their lives, you know, their philosophies that doesn't apply to us on our, our lifestyle? Simple. That worked for you. That doesn't work for me. That It's it's not, it doesn't work for me. That's not who I am. It, it's not working. That's No, that's not how I see myself, period. I never forget when uh, <laughs> someone had told me, uh, you need to learn how to cook. How are you going to get a man? I said, there are women who can't cook, and their husband is still with them. Okay? And matter of fact, the guy who told me that wife does not cook. Okay, so it's so interesting for him to say that. Because in his mind, he was looking out for me. But was he really? And I was younger than I, I was, gosh, early 20s. I had dominoes on speed dial, guys. That's okay because guess what? That worked for me. So tell him. That, that that doesn't work for me. Well, I was a bit of a smart, you know, I was, I was being sarcastic, but yeah. So just tell them that it works for you. It won't work for me. Next is, well, and I touched a little bit on this earlier. Try to knock your creativity, your expression. And this goes along the lines of, because I, I follow a lot of, people who are into makeup and hair and nails on Instagram and every now and then I see a comment about people who are just so opposed to makeup and wigs and stuff like that. They they would almost give a backhanded compliment and I'm just thinking to myself, if you don't like it, that's okay. If if you do, okay. But don't say something like, um, that's nice, but it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's nice, period. That's it. Here's the thing. I love art of many forms, whether it's the art of cooking, 
painting, fashion, you name it. I, I love art in its various forms. And what I love to see are children exploring their creativity. I love it. I was once that kid who explored her creativity, designing clothes and and just, just, just I loved it. So my one friend, daughter, I just love seeing this girl in her creative zone. So my one friend has a daughter, and they would go to AC Moore, and she would get her bees or whatever, and it's so cool, and I love that. And I'm like, yes, let her dive into her creativity, and I hope she never loses it. And I can totally see her being like a bohemian priestess, you know, just doing her own thing, and that, that will work for her. You know, so if someone wants to wear wigs, you know, try different makeup, they want to be extra with their makeup, let them be extra with their makeup. They're not bothering anybody. You know, so I am so over people knocking expression, knocking creativity, okay? So what do we say to that when someone says, oh, that's nice, but it's too much makeup or something, something, something? Just say, that's okay. I like being extra. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Or I know that. I know that. This is what I'm rocking today. This is what I'm doing, Okay. And next, and, and this is the, the last portion of me talking about what I'm so over, is when we were to put all this together with the exception of social media, it's when people just try to knock others' happiness. One of my friends from back in the day posted on her Instagram page, you will be surprised who are, you will be surprised at the people who are jealous of your boring-ass life. And I thought to myself, Wow. How profound is that? And then another person wrote, you will be surprised of the people who are jealous at the amount of people who love you. And I thought, wow. So it's one of those darn if you do, darn if you don't. And a lot of times it's just that the person is unhappy and it's, it's, it's a displacement of emotions. They, they want to be loved. They want to be admired. They want to understand how you do it. They may not think they have what you have to do it, and that's probably true, but they have what they have <laughs> to make that happen. Unfortunately, in other cases, people have no intention on working on their happiness. they rather destroy other people's happiness, and I noticed that sounds a bit dark for spiritual empowerment, podcast, but it's true. And I don't want this podcast to be uh, something, a platform that doesn't acknowledge the unfortunate. And this is true. Some people, again, they have no intention on working on their own happiness. they much rather be miserable. they rather not work on their personal development, and they rather bring people with them. And that's called crab in the barrel complex, or at least that's what my papa used to call it. I don't know the the professional psychological term for it, but my papa used to say, that's just like crabs in a barrel. One crab will go up, and the other one will try to bring it right back down. So don't let people take away your happiness. What can we do? What can we say to people who try to take away your happiness? Well, one is to, you can ignore them. They tend to go away. I had done this before, where I just was not in the mood to spend my energy on a knucklehead. 
I just ignored the person, and they left the room. They actually left the house. I was visiting a friend and his family. So that doesn't always happen. They don't always just go away. Well, this is going to be something that you will have to think of, your your witty comeback, because this is something that has to come from your heart where someone might say, oh, who can do that? Why do that? You know, stuff like that. You have to say, because I can, because I want to, because I like it, Right? Sometimes you just got to take the gloves off, put your foot down, take out space, and say, look, I'm happy, period. That's it. I don't have to explain myself, all right? Don't ever feel like you can't take out space, that you can't stand your ground, that you can't speak your truth because you may offend someone or you may cause a scene. Sometimes you need to cause a scene. Sometimes you have to let people know that they cannot – inject their negativity into your world and there's nothing wrong with that so what i have learned is that one of my purposes is to help those who are being influenced by these people because there are some people who don't realize that this is going on until something happens until they see something or until they get tired get sick and tired of being sick and tired and they start exploring and they realize man that person just wasn't good I read a post the other day on Facebook by a lady who said she had to let go of her best friends. This whole time she thought they were her her team, you know, her girls, and she had to do something very, very difficult, okay? She had that wake-up call. She's like, you know what? This isn't going to work out anymore. And so she did what she had to do, and she moved on. I want people to know that, with the exception of the social media portion, because <laughs> that's a whole other beast, I want people to know that you do have the right to live your life. And it's so easy, easy to be over things. Like I said, I'm over a lot of stinking, thinking, obsolete beliefs, which I talked about. But I, I want people to fully understand that you don't have to have those people in your life. You don't owe those people any explanation. You just have to be committed to yourself first and foremost. That's it. Okay? And and they can just see you thrive from a distance. I have a tight circle of friends. Seriously, God, I I cannot risk my world being interrupted by mindless drama. Now, does that mean my world is rose gold? <laughs> no, I would love it to be. No, not at all. But the people in my life are not causing the drama. I am not causing the drama. Life just wants to be funny and do a little roundhouse kick every now and then. But <laughs> they are not hindering me in any way, shape, or form. If anything, they're like my accountability team, and they would ask me, hey, what's going on? So when's the next book coming out? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, actually, I was thinking about writing another book, and now they are expecting it, so I got to make sure that I take care of my people <laughs> and, and bring out another book. So I'm okay with having a small circle of close friends and being connected to a wider group of friends. That's That's okay. That's okay. I look at it as an apprenticeship. So people who are in my small group of friends, it it really took a couple of years from the beat 
there, like really there. And I feel good about that because I am very loyal and I don't have time to waste. I can't keep going through this cycle of friends who just are not appreciative. I can't do it. It's it's too much. It's too much. Another thing I do is I work through these frustrations. That's really what it is. You know, just so frustrated of people not opening up their eyes. You know, so I'm just frustrated. So I work through that by speaking about it with rational people. And that doesn't mean I'm looking for people to agree with me when I say rational. I mean people who I can have a conversation with. They may say, eh, I see your point, but, and then, then, then we, we, we shift gears a little bit, okay? Or they might tell me their experience, something like that, because I can get emotional sometimes, you know, it, and that happens. So they might say, eh, you know, it could have been handled a little differently. That's okay. But rational enough to have a conversation, Okay. And that's what, what really helps. Okay, so it's just, I just want to make sure that people are living life accordingly to them without some knucklehead trying to tell them otherwise. I want people to, to be able to have conversations, to say out loud an issue and find a solution because when you say it out loud, it helps you detangle a lot of things as opposed to thinking it through in your head because sometimes you can get stuck in our minds, okay? And also just getting rid of old mindsets or or limited beliefs. I am amazed about the amount of people who believe that a certain lifestyle is only for a certain group of people. For example, it's like only those celebs can have a lifestyle like that. A lot of those celebs we see on TV are self-made millionaires, and some are even billionaires, okay? So who lifestyle is it for, (laughs) okay, that we're talking about here? Especially when you see self-made millionaires. Of course, they had their team, but I mean really just strategic hard work, endurance, okay? Who says we can't have a lifestyle we want? Over it, over people trying to tell those dreamers what they can't do. Because, oh, yeah, that worked for that celeb because of who they are. Everyone has to start somewhere, okay? (laughs) There are more self-made millionaires then there are millionaires who inherited that money, okay? So what are you over or what should you be over? What's something that is just hitting a boiling point and you need to just get it off your chest, okay? Have that conversation with someone today, okay? And ask yourself, what is the real challenge here? When you do realize these things that you just need to be overweight, you need to get off your chest and move on, What's the real challenge? I realized that for me, it was the challenge of letting the people know that they can have the life that they want. It's going to take some time in some cases. In other cases, it comes quickly for people. But you can still be creative. You can still really just be you. 
okay? And it's okay if you're not feeling the mantras one day. That's all right. That's all right. So that was that was something that I learned for myself, the, the challenge of being there for those people who were told otherwise. I'm I'm not overly concerned about the people on the other hand because a lot of times they already have their mind made up and they just want to perpetuate that negative thinking. Okay, so also it's the beside the mindset, it's the the people who are around you. Okay, you really have to be critical of the people who are around you, hands down, because you will become the people who you surround yourself with. It happens time and time again. It may sound like a cliche, but it is the truth. All right, so that's what I have for you today for Confessions of Tia. It may sound like a rant, but trust me, it was more of a getting stuff off my, my uh, I'm about to say shoulders, off my, well, yeah, my shoulders too, but off my chest, letting people know because thank you. I, I read the comments. I read the emails, you know, I, and I do respond and I talk to people and I know you guys just want to live your life. You want to live your best life and you have to constantly debunk and debunk and debunk and you're tired and you are over it. And I hear you, I feel you, and we're going to get through this. All right. So work on that. Let me know how it's working for you. Okay, remember, be kind to yourself. Many blessings. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. How do you not hear that?